This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. TSS Fantasy, and we are on our summer vacation, and we have gone up to the tundra up in Buffalo, and we are ready to talk about the Buffalo Bills. Um, I am going at it alone tonight. Uh, no Commissioner Cooper. He's a little sick tonight. No Nick Macaronis. He is redoing his house tonight, so Justin is at it. He is your main host tonight, and guess what? We're going to have a lot of fun because we're going to do a little bit of uh, cool stuff tonight, and we've got some really awesome guests. Tonight. But first, <laughs> and what a great rendition on that song. The Bills make me want to shout. That is for sure. And they make these guys want to shout as well. But anyways, before we get them in here, I want to do a quick shout out of my own. And first off, I want to tell you all about our Justin Jefferson giveaway. That is right. We are giving away a signed Justin Jefferson jersey. That is the number one wide receiver in fantasy football right now. Maybe the number one wide receiver, period, right now. And he is, uh, he's going to be giving, we're giving away a signed jersey of his. And why is that? Because we are the fantasy show of the people. We are here for you guys and be there for us. And we got your back. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and send us a screenshot. You get one entry to win. If you subscribe to any of our other social medias, you get an extra entry in. We're going until July 4th, and we're going to give you a bang on July 4th because we are going to be presenting this to somebody. That is right. Justin Jefferson, it is right here. Ooh la la. And look at that signature right there. Go sign up. Go subscribe. 
go follow, go do all of that great stuff. Also, we are doing a show on your league. That's right. TSS Fantasy is going to give you your own experience. Have you ever wanted to have that own like ESPN little experience? Tune in to see like what's going on in your league. Maybe have segments with other go- with other uh, teammates or league mates. That's right. TSS will bring you on every single week. We will have one to two owners on to talk about the week. We will talk about or we will recap your entire league, the winners, the losers, the best lineups, everything, and it's all about your league. So why do we do that? Because once again, we are the fantasy show of the people. The people. All right, guys. So you know what time it is. It is time for some good old-fashioned Dr. Miller's house call. And this week or this Wednesday, we have a Buffalo Bill segment. Look, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. The doctor is in. Welcome in. Let me get that off my face a little bit. Welcome in to the studio. We are in Buffalo, New York. Now listen, there are some things. I love buffalo sauce. I love buffalo wings. I love everything about buffalo except the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I'll, I don't want to quote Brian Cox from back in the day, but all the things he said he hated about Buffalo and then came in there, gave him the two-finger salute. That's what I'm talking about when it comes to Buffalo. Welcome into the studio, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. So thank you for the invitation tonight. It feels like the commissioner may have a little bit of a bias against three of the teams in the AFC East. Is that fair? It's definitely fair. No doubt about it. I will say, though, of all the teams in the AFC East, this is the one I like the most. Like, I like the way this team's built. I like Josh Allen. Um, you know, I just like the team in general. I like the moxie that Josh Allen uh, brings to the team. Um, and also just the AFCs and the Buffalo Bills alone um, make us, you know, hey, we got to step up our competition, America's team. We'll be talking about that tomorrow. Uh, we have stepped our, our competition up, so I'm glad to see some up-and-coming good young teams. Going into now, again, away from where this offense really derives from, let's talk about the running game with Buffalo. Devin Singletary had some injury issues, but seemed to really put it on last year, kind of put things together a little bit towards the end. Let's talk about his prospects this year and his percent to the bench. Before we even talk about Devin Singletary, as I was preparing for today's show, I was looking at the Bills thinking, there's not a whole lot we've talked about with the Bills over the last year. You know, we've been doing this segment since summer of 2021 and We just haven't spent a whole lot of time talking about Buffalo players. And I didn't think it was just that they were fantasy irrelevant. There's actually some statistics out there looking at man games lost per season. And Buffalo is one of the three teams with the fewest man games lost in 2021. So my numbers are going to be a little lower here in Buffalo. Just looking at as a team, their injury history is far behind the rest of the league. So the question was about the backfield. We're talking Devin Singletary. When he was the man at the end of last season, he was a top five fantasy producer. This guy is capable 
I think, this season of a 1,000-yard season. Now, I don't want to say he's going to be my sleeper pick, but I think his upside is significant. Somebody's going to steal him in the draft. So he plays also. You know, this guy's maybe missed a game over the past two seasons. I mean, he is on the field, and he's capable of high production. So Devin Singletary, 10% of the bench, could be a sleeper. Ooh, 10%, and dare I say bullish on Devin Singletary. Yeah. <laughs> Roll that from out from last year. All right, let's go on to the passing game, and we'll go to the old vet. Why not the wily old vet? Because he's starting to get up there in age. Not quite up there, but in the NFL age, he's getting up there. Stephon Diggs, give me his percent to the bench for this season. So I think... He's now two consecutive seasons, if not more, without missing a game. You know, speaking of being on the field, Stefan Diggs is going to be on the field. That combined with, again, the Buffalo Bills being right up there in the top three teams with fewest man games lost in 2021, it's going to be our second 10% of the bench player on the Bills. All right. So one thing we know is Dr. Miller is bullish on Bills players, and he's bullish on the bills this year no one circles the wagons like dr miller thank you so much for coming in studio and i can't wait to have you in tomorrow when we go south to america's team of miami dolphins and we'll have a little talk about some friends down south all right doc we'll see you then can't wait All right, and we are back, and we have a full roster of Bills fans in here. Aren't you glad the Dolphins fan isn't leading this one, guys? (laughs) But anyways, let's get to some introductions. Um, We got Jeff Bell from the Football Guys. How are you doing today, Jeff? Fantastic, Justin. Thank you so much for having me on. Always thrilled to be able to talk about the Bills, and again, just thank you. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. It's a great day to talk about the Bills, especially from the fantasy perspective, which you guys at Football Guys deliver some great fantasy content. Below me, we got Mr. Bills Vader. That's right. The Darth Lord himself is in the house. How are you doing today, Mr. Vader? Please, no death chokes on the host. I am just a mere um, (laughs) host over here, a 49ers fan at best. No Dolphins fan over here. No need for a death joke. Oh, no problem at all. I'm doing well so far. So far, so good. How about yourself? Good, good. Awesome. Um, And then we have John Scott, who is a beat reporter for the Buffalo Bills. How are you doing today, John? Sorry. Tongue-tied. Hey, it's all good. Doing well after a couple days at minicamp, and they wrapped early. so, So my little break is starting sooner than I thought. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, they got to get some little rest in there too, right? Before real training camp starts. And then we got big John Fina, former first round pick for the Buffalo Bills in 1992, a man who's been to two Super Bowls. Sir, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. No complaints. Uh, Other than the weather out here in Arizona, I've seen people griping about the heat in Buffalo, but Bring your butt out to southern Arizona, and we'll teach you what real heat is like. (laughs) When 110 is your average, I don't want any part of it. (laughs) Soft. What's that? (laughs) You're soft. Yeah. (laughs) I like my Maryland humidity. (laughs) Um, Guys, let's start off with a schedule. 
So this is a great schedule that the Bills have. I have them going in the 14-3 and three range. I know you guys probably love that. If not, you want to do a little bit more with it. Um, I want you guys to tell me what's a couple games you're looking out for and what do you think the schedule is going to be, what the record is going to be after the schedule. Let's start out with you, Bills Vader. Tell us how you're feeling about this season. What games are you looking forward to going to? Because I know you're going to be at a lot of them. Well, uh, I'm I'm definitely hoping to be to at, at as many uh, games as I could possibly get to. Um, I'm honestly with you as far as the record. Um, you know, as far as the games I'm looking forward to, definitely uh, Week One against the the Rams. That should have been the Super Bowl. That should have been. Um, I'm also looking forward to uh, the one the Monday night game with the uh, Week Two against the Titans. Um, there's definitely some revenge games that we have going on this season. And I think that once we prove that we deserve the, uh, deserve the title of the AFC championship that we should have had, um, I think that will definitely send a message this season. So if we have a strong start leading up to the bye week, I think that will definitely be the team uh, that will make the standard for all the other NFL teams. I like that. I like that a lot. You you went straight for the Tennessee game. Not a lot of people would like to see Tennessee or would think that would be a super entertaining game, but you said it right up there. It's a revenge game. You want to get that W back for sure. Um, Mr. Fina, what are you looking forward to this season as far as go? What do you think the record's going to be and what are the games you're marking down to watch? Well, I think, you know, you got to look at the secondary and how they're going to approach third down. You know, they're going to, are they going to try and uh, rush with four and, you know, play a little zone over the top before Tredavious White gets back. So I think that's going to be a challenge in the first couple of weeks of the season. You know, you got Los Angeles and Tennessee back to back, both good, great teams defensively. So those two games concern me. Uh, I have us down for 12 and five, you know, with maybe a 13 and four look. I think the toughest stretch is really those first three games. Uh, Miami with a new staff, uh, some new personnel. You're not sure, you know, what they're going to look like. That's dangerous down in Miami when it's going to be super hot and humid. Uh, Tennessee, obviously, they they play us tough. Uh, that is a revenge game. I'd like to see it. And Los Angeles, that's just a man. That's just a travel nightmare. You know, you're heading out there playing a night game. It's three hours later, I think, still before time change. So I think the really biggest part of this season are the first three games. Absolutely. For sure. And, I mean, you could speak to going in, starting into a season. Like, is there, like, is there a certain readiness, maybe a certain jitterness that you have going into your first couple of games before you kind of settle down into the season? You're like, okay, this is how we're really going to look. Well, it's really hard now to get into game shape yeah, because uh, the preseason is shorter. Starters don't typically play as long. So sometimes in that first game of the season, you know, you're just not ready for the full four quarters. Now, it's, it'd be nice if you were playing somebody like Cleveland for the opener and hopefully, you know, you're out ahead and the starters can sit a little bit or you play a relaxed style of offense. But it's going to be uh, pressure on the lungs, I think, going all the way down. LA, the late game. And I, I didn't even 
I didn't even address the fact that after Miami comes Baltimore and Pittsburgh and Kansas City. Okay. So right out of the gate, I mean, this is not an easy schedule. Each one of those teams has weapons. My concern compared to when I played is how do guys get in game shape when there's less hitting, when practices aren't as rigorous? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not up with the technology and the training, but it's definitely a challenge. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread Packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. For sure it is. Um, John, what do you think about the record and what are you marking down as your games to watch in this schedule? I mean, obviously you're going to be watching them all because you're a reporter for them, but what are the ones you're like super excited? You're locked in, you're ready to talk about. I agree. The first half of the season is really going to be telling here. That's where the meat and potatoes uh, and their toughest opponents are starts with the Rams Titans. We don't know what Miami is Baltimore. You have to assume going to have a bounce back. There's Kansas city, green Bay, and that's all their first seven games. So it's going to be really tough out of the gate. And and John made a great point is we don't know the injury status of Tredavious White. Those are prolific passing attacks, some of the best in the entire league. And if you're doing it with potentially a rookie cornerback, albeit a first-round pick, and a former seventh-round pick in, in his third year going up against the likes of Cooper Cup and whomever it may be that's filling in the shoes out in Green Bay and with the Chiefs and things like that, Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill now in Miami. It's a daunting task if they're not at 100%. And even if Tredavious White is on the field, you have to assume, while they wouldn't throw him out there before he's ready, we understand that even though someone returns from an ACL to game action, that doesn't necessarily mean they are the same player if it's within you know maybe a year plus of that injury. So, so the first half of the season is really going to be interesting to see how they not only face tough opponents but handle these high expectations something that the buffalo bills have not had to deal with in about 30 years yeah (laughs) oh that that's some good stuff right there you know i mean realistically acl surgeries especially on position players or you know you know, DBs where you really have to be able to cut and you have to be able to backpedal. It can really be something that can, you know, hold you back for a little bit. And, you know, 
like you said, you're playing these play these teams right up front. Albeit, you know, Tennessee, Baltimore, those are more run first guys, but they're still going to be very tough teams to play right off the bat. Um, Jeff, I want to hear what you got to say about the record and what what games are you marking down to watch. So my my optimistic outlook, those first two games are really difficult to even put down wins, even as good as the Bills are, because you're you're playing the Super Bowl champion at home, and that's kind of a, a feed you to the Sharks game, typically that first primetime game. And then it just does seem like the Tennessee Titans have the Bills number and they are able to figure it out regardless of what's going on. So I God forbid, I'd hate to put down two losses there, but I think once you get past that, and, and you know, the the guys have already talked about some of the more difficult games, but yeah, I think that landing in that fourteen and three between that twelve and five range is really kind of where you've got to be looking at. And I think looking at the back end too, it's kind of interesting because it does open up on the back end, but then the last two games, you've got the Bengals at the Bengals on Monday Night Football, and then you're you're hosting the Patriots, and that could be, you know that could be deciding the division. And certainly we hope that it's not that that case that the bills have able to put some distance out there, but you know, you're, you're going against the team that won the AFC last year and then potentially be your primary competition in the division, depending on if Miami can put it together. Um, Jets, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not really putting you quite there yet. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I think that everybody can kind of – we can't count the Jets out yet, but they may have a year or two to work up to where you guys are right now in Buffalo. Um, but, yeah, there's – I mean, to say the least, Josh Allen's really going to be making that MVP campaign this year, right? Because, like we spoke on, you know, the defense is going to be kind of down Trey White. Whether he's back on the field or not, he's not going to be an absolute 100 until maybe like middle of the season, if not for a full year, you know, so this is going to be a team that's going to need Josh Allen because they're going to be in high powered contests with, you know, Kansas city, with LA, with Baltimore, with Cincinnati. There's a lot of good teams out there. Miami, like you guys have said, have re like have redone their offense and gone a lot faster. So this is going to be a very interesting season. And, you know, I'm going to stick with 14 and three because I really think that overall this team is just, they're a, they're a lot better than a lot of the league. And I really thought they should have been in the Super Bowl last year. I think that would have been a great Super Bowl. But, you know, it happens. And now they get to prove it because they get to play the three teams that were in their way in being the Super Bowl, right? The Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Rams. So we get to see. Um, guys, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. And then when we get back, we're going to do a little trivia. And, uh, yeah, so we got some nice questions for you guys. Hopefully you guys remember your Buffalo time. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do? It's a fantastic game yet. Still not perfect. Like I hate leaving high scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? 
Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. See you put them up, reach the skies, touch the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. Right, and it is trivia time. We're going to do it fancy feud style. So we are going to break you off into teams. I am going to go with Jeff and Fina and John and Bills. And we're going to get ready to go for the feud. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. <laughs> Fantasy feud. I think we've all seen it on TV, but I'm just going to throw out the quick rules real quick. Um, first one to answer it correctly gets the board. Their team will then get the chance to answer the next five or the next four correctly. If you sweep the board, you get the W. If you get three X's, the other team gets a chance to steal the points. First to three points wins. All right, boys, are you ready? Absolutely. I can't believe I agreed to this. (laughs) Well, we're going to test your knowledge because you played with a couple of these guys. Um, I want to know top five passing yards for a career Top five quarterbacks um, for uh, for passing yards. Uh, go ahead, whoever's Jim ready. Kelly. There you go, Jim Kelly. Boom. All right. So what? We go now? We keep yes. answering? You have the board, yep. All right, I'll let Vader take it since I got the first one. Oh, uh... You said the most passing yards? Yes, most career passing yards. Top five. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Brett Favre. Ooh. This is on the Bills, right? Bills. All right. Oh, I, 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 I thought it was like NFL. I'm sorry. Oh, geez. oh no, you're, you're good. You're good. Uh, Jeff, Josh Allen. There you go. Team yourself, Vader. Right, um, this is a Bills episode, so right. we are doing off Bills. Uh, off I apologize. Um, no, you're good. <laughs> I'm right. going with Les Flutie. Uh, Les Flutie. What was that one? Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Whoa! Thousand six hundred and fifty-four yards. Uh, All right, Bills. You got two left. You got number three. You got number four. Uh, I didn't hear that one. I got cut out. Who, what was the answer? Uh, Ryan's fit, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So we got Jim oh, okay. Kelly. We right, got. So you got two more to go, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I'm, I'm debating how far back I can go. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for. It. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Kemp. Ooh, very nice. Um, I don't know if this guy played long enough. Drew Bledsoe. Oh man! I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. Drew Bledsoe was actually number six. Ooh, so close! All right, right, Jeff, Jeff, what do you think? I think it's uh, Joe Ferguson is going to be my guess. That was my guess. That was my top, and then. Guys, yes. right. <laughs> Who's seven? Do you have seven on there? Uh, I do not have seven on there. Oh, okay. Bre- Fair enough. Bledsoe was number six. Um, that's because I thought Bledsoe was going to be top five too. Uh, so our next question is top five single season rushing touchdowns for a, a running back. Single season rushing touchdowns. Um, what are the top five guys? Oh, uh, yeah, Thurman think? Thomas. Thurman. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go with Jeff and Fina on that one. Thurman Thomas is correct. Or actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Thurman Thomas is not correct. So, wow. OJ. OJ. OJ yeah. is correct, yep. Come on, I, I got to give it to Squatty. Thurman Thomas came in at 6 with 12. Wow. OJ Simpson, 16, was number one. Wow. All right, c- come on, Vader. Uh, uh, no, he, he wasn't playing long enough. It has uh, to just be one season. It's single season. In a season, in a single season, in a single season, rushing touchdowns. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go old school again. I'm gonna go with Cookie Chris, uh, Cookie. <laughs> oh, hold on one second. It's actually. Wait, was that actually right? Gilchrist got 13 touchdowns. He's number five. Yep. Oh, yeah. oh nice. Uh, All right. You guys still got the board. Marshawn Lynch. Ooh, he should have. But no. mm. uh, this is going to be a tough one. Rushing touchdowns in the signal season. Oh. Uh, I have a feeling this is going to be wrong, but I'm going to go with Gore. No. Um, Frank Gore is my hero, by the way. (laughs) Uh, What about Travis Henry? Travis Henry, wow. Coming out of no. That was going to be my steal. He was number two. So you have three and you have four. Uh, uh, I wish I knew more running backs. Uh, I'm going to go with Davis. Ooh. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> All right. Jeff and Fina, you can steal. Oh boy. 
Johnny, think Willis McGahee. Uh, what was it? Uh, who's the guy we got from? Okay, I was gonna. That was uh, Willis McGahee. You think? Oh boy, what about who did we get from Philly? What was his name? Oh, Shady, Lashawn McCoy. Ah, Shady. What do you think? Which one you want to go with? One of those? Flip a coin, man. You know, I I would probably go with Sean McCoy. I think over Willis McGahey. So here's right, the thing, see. boys. You could have get put either one down. They were both there. Interesting enough, Travis Henry, LaShawn McCoy, Willis McGahee, and Cookie Gilchrist all had 13 touchdown seasons. All right. I'm still shocked Thurman's not up there. That's crazy to me. Yeah. I was, like I said, I thought it was correct wide away just because I knew Thurman Thomas, and I was just like, oh, no, wait, he's not on the list. Um, So let's go with um, here's one uh, that's just kind of like an interesting fact thing. It's from USA Today. Top five places to visit in Buffalo. Oh, Oh, Anchor Bar. Anchor Bar and Grill. Oh. The Falls. That's a staple of Buffalo. How do you not have that on top five? Hey, USA Today, man. Don't blame me. (laughs) Niagara Falls, I guess. Yeah. Someone's got the tourist. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. All right, you guys. guys you guys have touristy it. stuff, right? Touristy. <laughs> I mean, it's not you a bad in- zoo. Is the Buffalo Zoo on there? The Buffalo Zoo is not. The Albright Knox. It's got to be the Albright Knox. That's also not on there. General Mills, but that's a big thing in Buffalo. Uh, I don't know nothing you, about the you guys, Buffalo. You guys got to consult these guys. You guys got to consult them. <laughs> Highmark Stadium. <laughs> What's that? I said the Bills Stadium. Or- oh, <laughs> you know what's <laughs> funny? Is, yeah, that is on the Barbell. For steel. <laughs> oh. So I think Jeff and Fina still have it. You have two strikes. Um, you have number one and number five. I've got nothing, John. Sorry. Oh my God. Uh, um, 
man alive. Like I just, I lived there and I just loved everything. I could name all kinds of stuff, but. Oh, think, think about when you first got there, John. What did you do? I went to a bar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ate chicken wings. I went to the Anchor Bar, which is not on there. I went to the stadium. Uh, I have shoot um, Niagara Falls. I mean, wow, I'm at is a loss. Harbor? Is there like a harbor a tourist destination? I don't know. I mean, it really ought not be on there since it hasn't been developed to the uh, to to what it could be. Um, All right. Well, if you ain't got anything, I'll let Bills and John try and steal it. What about what about a forest lawn cemetery where Rick James is buried? (laughs) Wow. And, I wish I, of, and some presidents, but uh, I mean, I, li- I lived right there and drove through it all the time. It's absolutely beautiful, right? Um, but if the anchor bar is not on there, it just kind of blew me away. So, right, they're they're going with a cemetery. You come to Buffalo to see dead people. What a brilliant draw! I wish it was on there, but unfortunately, it's not. Stop it! Get some help. What are the other ones? Uh, so we we have the Spirit of Buffalo. It's a Lake Erie boat ride. Oh come on! <laughs> yeah, I've never even people. heard of that. <laughs> I mean, unless it's like uh, catered by Bar Biller or the Anchor Bar or Gabriel's Gate. I mean, what? All right, what's the, what's the, what's another one? Old Fort Niagara. No, and then. I mean, <laughs> you know, what, are we talking about when World War II vets come to Buffalo? I mean, <laughs> Buffalo's a young, vibrant city. I mean, we're talking 30-year-olds. They want to go to the restaurants and the clubs. Come on. All right, what's next? That's very true. That's very true. I will talk to USA Today about putting the anchor bar on there. And then we have Frank Lloyd's Wright Darwin Martin House, which I – Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, my buddy lives right down the street from that, so – you know, you drive by things enough times, and you just it doesn't register. But it is a pretty cool uh, residence. Nice, nice. All right. So I believe actually that's a three zero sweep. Just for the hell of it, we will put this last question in there. By the way, we all lost that one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. In, including <laughs> USA Today, they were the biggest losers. That was yeah. Huge. <laughs> huge disappointment. We got to get a hold of the editorial board there (laughs) oh man so guys top sack leaders tell me the top five bruce smith Smith. all right fina came through with the bruce smith um you have the board uh who was the uh he came after me um went to the pro bowl one year uh trent not trent murphy um Oh gosh, I know where you're thinking. Oh, we might want to put Biscuit on there. He might be on that list. Let's go with Biscuit. Let's see if he's on there. Which player was Biscuit? Cornelius Bennett. Oh, Cornelius Bennett. There you go. Sorry, I'm not a Bills fan. <laughs> All right. So Bruce, I know Biscuit. Cornelius Bennett is on there. You have number one and number five. 
Uh, I mean, it doesn't make sense exactly to say Bryce. Go ahead. I said I know exactly who you're thinking of. Um, defensive end around like the 2000s era. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Came right after me, about 2005, yeah. um, from TCU or one of those schools. I can't yeah. think of his name. But let's go with it. Uh, it pains me to say this, even though he's a great guy. I just can't imagine he's in the group. But I'm going to say Bryce Pop. Mm. All right. Uh, Daryl Talley. Sobel, that's the name that we're trying to think. Sobel, Sobel. All right. Uh, oh, you know what? He just retired. Or we just let him go. What's his Jerry name? Hughes. Not Jerry Hughes or or uh, uh, Zoe. What about Lorenzo? Do you think he's on there? No, nah, I don't think he played enough. He just really okay. had one good year. I don't know if it'd be right. somebody. I don't know if it'd be like Tally or like Phil Hansen, maybe. Well, uh, Tally is not on there. Phil Hansen, he played 11 in Buffalo, but wow. So how many do we have so far? We got three of the five. Schobel, Smith, oh, I'm going to give it to Jeff because Phil Hansen is number three. What what number was Schobel? Schobel was two with seventy eight. Wow! Yeah, not on Huge the wall of fame. Not on the wall. That's a crime. He's got to be on the wall of fame. He was just there at a different time, you know. Like I don't think the Bills. Well, were really... those are dark days. I mean, you know, that was after I left. I was raising my kids. You couldn't get a Bills game out in Arizona. And I wasn't going to get the NFL ticket to go see it. So I was like, I, di- I didn't see a game probably from 02 to probably 11. I swear. I missed, yeah. shoot, I missed 140 games at least. But I, I lived uh, in Columbus, Ohio. And I, yeah, I didn't, yeah, we weren't, we weren't on primetime for a long time. The, yeah. Well, all right, well, I don't, I don't even have anyone for the fifth guess at this point. Oh, well, no, you cleared the board. You're good. We had Bruce oh, we Smith, did? Aaron Schobel, yeah, Phil Manson, Jerry Hughes, and Cornelius Biscuit Bennett. And that means that you guys are today's winner. And, and for John and Bills. Dude, wow, we got some haters on here. I don't even get to play my own graphic. You just get to see my sweet. my own no on me. Hey. All right, guys. We're going to do one more quick commercial, and then we will be back to talk some fantasy. Are you feeling stressed out because you're not achieving your personal goals in life? You're not alone. And like most, it's time to make a change before the inevitable. It's time to call in the coach. Vision, coaching, and consulting. Because every champion 
as a coach. Our proven coaching methods have been in place for over 20 years and have helped professionals just like you achieve more than ever thought possible. We will partner with you and be there to ensure your goals are met. Our coaches will assist you in formulating a plan to achieve your goals. At Vision Coaching and Consulting, we offer business coaching, life coaching, and consulting services to get you back on track to meet those personal goals. And our virtual appointments make it easy to connect to a coach at any time you need them. Stop by and visit us today online at coachingandleading.org or you can follow us on any of our social media platforms by our handle Coach Lead Win. Vision, coaching, and consulting because every champion has a coach. Boom. Let's get into it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. ready, ready, ready. We're going to do a little fantasy football talk. And if you're not in the fantasy, we're just going to still pass it around. You're going to tell me how you feel about these guys. So I'm going to throw out a couple names. Obviously, the first one's going to be Josh Allen. Back-to-back years, QB1 in fantasy football has absolutely dominated the football world ever since he's, you know, Brian Dable got him straight, right? He was throwing more interceptions than touchdowns at one point, and now he's throwing more touchdowns than most most other quarterbacks in the league. So, guys, I'm going to throw it around. I'm going to start off with Jeff. Tell me how you're looking at with Josh Allen this year. Is he still your QB1 as you are a resident fantasy football guest today? Is he still your QB1? And um, are you looking at maybe, you know, anything else in that perspective? Are you looking to stack him with or Stefan Diggs or James Cook? Uh, yeah, just give me your uh, shindig on uh, Josh Allen. Yeah, he's my clear quarterback one in fantasy. And really, if you look at his seasonal numbers last year versus the playoffs, he went up to another level in the playoffs. And if he can carry that playoff level of play through the season and translate to that, um, he's he's just going to break fantasy football. Do you think it's uh, the, the triple header? Do you think he's going to do it three times? Do you think he's going to continue to do it? Or here's a better question. When do you think he's ever going to stop? <laughs> well, it, it's just other guys raising the level of play, I would imagine. And it's hard to, I think Patrick Mahomes, we can kind of push him back just a little bit because of the loss of Tyreek Hill there and that offense and, and replacing those weapons. Um, Justin Herbert's an, a name to look out to because he's a guy that could develop and he's got plenty of talent around him with the Chargers. And so that would be one to threaten. And then a dark horse, if, if Jalen Hurts puts it all together with adding A.J. Brown, like that's going to be a name to watch for fantasy terms now long term for football terms that's a little bit more of a question but he's got a higher rushing floor and then last name would be Lamar Jackson of course because we saw Lamar Jackson what he did a couple years ago and and if he plays his best football then um, I, I do expect the Bills are going to try to rush Josh Allen less and so that's that is potentially going to give him a little bit lower ceiling in fantasy but again just the level of play he played in, in the playoffs I think puts him up there above well, you got to love that they didn't really go out and get a goal line back. So, you know, even if he doesn't rush for the yards, he's still got the touchdown possibilities. Um, John, as somebody who's watching these guys at camp, 
Um, are you seeing Josh Allen is continuously like improving? Like, are like what what are your what are your observations from um, looking at him so far? I mean, he's Josh Allen. He's the same guy that we saw in practice really the past few years here. It, it's interesting how the microscope has shifted to, for instance, today miscommunication and it's an interception or a deep ball is a little overthrown and it's not a play. Those were big deals early in his career because the accuracy was such a hot topic with him. He has since proven that he can be an accurate passer. He can be a prolific passer here. So the thing is, is it, there, there's been no blip from the beginning of a camp from the beginning of OTAs to week six of the season to the end of the season. He, he's just been consistent from a practice standpoint. And then in the games, the thing that he's learning to do is take more of what the defense gives him when he's had some lulls. It's, you know, he wants to force the ball down the field and he's, he's gotten much better at understanding it is okay to, to drop it off, to dump it down, to take something underneath and live to fight for another day, pick up some yards and eventually the deep shots will come as well. But I, I agree in terms of his ceiling, the first two thirds of the year, maybe even three quarters of last season, there was a concerted effort by the team to not run him, especially in goal line situations. And that's where his numbers from a fantasy standpoint weren't as prolific, but the back end, the second half of that Tampa Bay game, that was in early December, that was, Oh shoot. We're actually behind the Patriots in the standings. We actually have to win these football games, do whatever we have to. And that means Josh Allen fully unleashed. And that's what you saw in the back half of the season into the playoffs. And it was both running and passing. Um, While they didn't bring in a specific goal line back, they still have Zach Moss who has been thought of for the past few years for that role. And I think Devin Singletary highly underrated. Another thing is you bring in OJ Howard, another red zone threat in the passing attack here. So there are more weapons, James Cook out of the backfield. There's just a lot more weapons from a passing standpoint that may chip into his rushing totals, not only yardage, but certainly the TDs in the short, short yardage goal to go situations. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you... Actually, you talked about something that a lot of people aren't really talking about. O.J. Howard entering the pitcher actually kind of complicates a lot of people's hype on Dawson Knox just because that two tight end set now, he can go more towards, you know, whoever's open, right? If Dawson Knox is garnering a lot of attention in the red zone because he did, te- he had 10 touchdowns last year, you know, O.J. Howard's on the other side, maybe he gets a pass off to him. Um, Fina, how are you looking at Josh Allen this year? Well, I, I agree with the assessment on the quarterbacks. I was just a little surprised not to hear Joe Burrow's name thrown into the mix. Um, yeah, I think there could be some downward pressure on Josh's numbers uh, if and only if uh, James Cook, you know, really heats up the running back um, meeting room where there's high competition between Devin and Zach and James, right? So the better the running backs perform, I think the likelihood that you see Josh's numbers maybe 
come down a little bit. Uh, not the production, so to speak, but maybe just the overall yardage. I do like the idea of of running him less and uh, OJ Howard as as a strong sort of backside tight end in the goal line situations could alleviate the problem of not having like a goal line back, so to speak. So I still think Josh is uh, the likely winner of the quarterback fantasy. Um, I was, like I said, Joe Burrow, I mean, coming off a Super Bowl season, they have great weapons there. I would expect, you know, they're going to want to highlight his abilities even more and develop him even further. Um, but by and large, I mean, just going back and talking about the season, I mean, we faced some pretty damn good quarterbacks and I'm just glad we're not, we're not going to see Herbert this year, right? That's the Chargers. So, yeah. um, that's, that's good news for us Bills fans. Yeah. Speaking of a guy who actually looks a lot like Josh Allen and is coming on just as fast as he is. Justin Herbert is one of those guys to really watch out for this year. Uh, Bills. Tell me what you're thinking about Josh Allen this year, my man. You're going to be watching him a lot. Uh, what, what's your analysis on him? I, I think that we still – I think the best is still yet to come. Um, you know, like, like one, of your, one, one of the guys said, you know, when, when he was playing the, at the caliber that he was playing during the playoffs, that's the Josh Allen that we needed. If you look back to last season, you know, we, we, we lost games that we shouldn't have. You know, and, and that shouldn't have been the case. Now, do I blame some of that on the play calling? Yes, and I, I you know, blame a lot of that on Dable, to be honest. Uh, I think that Dable really didn't utilize Allen to the full potential that he could have, which, you know, again, in my opinion, we could have, you know, had a change in circumstances with some of those games. But as, you know, as he said, you know, with the, the Tampa Bay game, you know, he just unleashed. And I think, you know, not having the inconsistencies of last season. And if he comes in strong, aggressive, and unleashed, you know, we're, we're going to see – we're going to have a great start to, to the first half of the season. I mean, the, the, the big games that I'm really looking at in the first six weeks are going to be Kansas City, and they got some cracks in their, in, in their, in their shell because now they no longer have Hill. Um the Titans, because, you know, the Titans are a tough team. They got Henry. And, you know, we got to prove ourselves against the Rams. Those are the, the main three games in the first six weeks that we have to win. The other ones, I, I, I don't see any issues winning. There's no reason why Allen can't come in, play aggressive, especially with an offensive line that's been the best that we've seen in decades. Uh, that can offer him protection, offer him that time in the pocket to where, you know, he, his accuracy is, is just is, is at another level than it used to be. So as long as he comes out strong and aggressive, uh, I, there should be no reason why we can't come undefeated into the bye week and, and being strong moving forward. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I want to get one last round. Uh, just give me one player you guys are expecting to really boom this year. It could be a major name. It could be somebody people are hiding away under the waiver wire. Just give me one guy you're expecting to really break out this year. Uh, Jeff, let's start off with you. Dawson Knox. I think Dawson Knox is going to eat some of that um, 
targets that Cole Beasley had out of the slot last year. Bringing O.J. Howard in, I think, is going to free him up to be able to be moved around formation a little bit more and treat him as more of a receiving tight end and allow O.J. Howard to take on some of those more traditional tight end roles because they really only had one tight end active on a lot of game days last year. And so I think getting that help there and allowing O.J. Howard to kind of be more of that inline tight end involved in the run game blocking and, and freeing up Dawson Knox is going to be, I think, the guy that's going to explode. Awesome, awesome. I like it a lot. Uh, I liked Knox a lot last year. Uh, he's not he's not cheaper now. He's he's expensive. <laughs> he's expected to be top ten. Uh, Scott, um, John Scott. I'm sorry, John. Uh, please tell me who you think is going to be a breakout star this year. Gabriel Davis. Obviously, he, like he had a heck of a coming out party in the Kansas City game, and he is someone. If you look at the Bills' season and offensively, just a year ago. Decent expectations because in a somewhat limited role as rookie season, he produced and was a very good talent. They brought in Emmanuel Sanders a year ago, and that kind of cut in to his path to the field. Back half of the season, he gets onto the field as a nice game against the Jets and kind of was more involved, and the offense seemed to be much better the back half of the season with him more involved. Now, there's no Cole Beasley. There's a bunch of targets available there. There's no Emmanuel Sanders. There's some targets there to be had. Now, Jamison Crowder will take some of those in the slot, but I think from a secondary outside option, we saw that while Stephon Diggs is going to be great no matter what, there's going to be times where the focal point, maybe often, is going to be to try to take him out of the game. As great of a route runner as he is, that may allow Gabriel Davis more one-on-one situations. And I think this team, even moving on to Ken Dorsey as the offensive coordinator, is still going to be a pass-first offense. They'll run it more. It may not be 70-30. It may be more 60-40, but there still will be plenty of opportunities. And I think Gabriel Davis has a shot to elevate into uh, one of the better wide receiver twos on one of these teams. So are you worried that they keep on drafting like wide receivers like – couple years ago they got a kid named Isaiah Hodgins he's never made it on the field but you know they had Isaiah McKenzie come on they've had um Khalil Shakir this year they brought on Jamison Crowder Uh, this is one question I've been kind of throwing out there like are we worried that Gabriel Davis might kind of I mean he's good but would he lose a lot of touches to maybe a third receiver a third capable receiver like maybe a Crowder I mean I think it's certainly possible but guys on the outside. I mean, he's the, he's their unequivocal number two option on the outside with Diggs as the number one there. I think, again, the volume there, Beasley had been seeing over 100 targets. And then you add in Emmanuel Sanders, even in short order, what was that, another 60 to 80 there. So you're looking right. at 180 targets to to divvy up there. And yeah, maybe O.J. Howard takes some of those. Maybe James Cook takes some of those. But It's still a wide receiver heavy based offense. And that leads me to believe and be pretty confident that Gabriel Davis is going to continue to elevate his game and put up very solid numbers, just normal football wise, but certainly from a fantasy standpoint. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Fina, who are you looking out for? Well, I'm always inclined to uh, stick on the offensive side of the ball, but the bigger concern for me is the defense. Uh, Just without Tredavious White early on, rookie and Elam. So for me, I think, um, you know, the breakout season for the Bills to be successful has to be from Gregory Rousseau. So I'm looking at him. You know, he's got a great mentor there with Von Miller, hopefully. 
Uh, it was a rookie last year, but we need production. And I, let's not just look at the sack numbers. Let's look at the pressures. Let's look at the QB hits. But we have got to do something with four guys coming. I think Gregory Rousseau has all the tools. He just needs to get venomous. You know, he needs to get angry and put those tools to work. And if he has a breakthrough season, I think that balances out some of the concerns that you have in the secondary. So that's what I'm rooting for. I'm going with my heart on this one and the need. So Greg Rousseau, breakout season, I'm going to say, you know, uh, seven sacks and uh, just a slew of hurries and hits. I like it. I like it. And for our IDP fans, they will like that too because I think a lot of people believe Gregory Rousseau has a big future in Buffalo. Uh, Mr. Vader, Lord Vader, finish us off. Who do you think is a breakout player this year? Honestly, uh, I I was going to say Singletary because of the way that he was playing last season. But, you know, honestly, I'm I'm really looking at Isaiah McKenzie. Um, The way that he, you know, kind of filled in, you know, when it came to, you know, with Beasley being out, you know, on some of those plays and everything and the way that he delivered, um, I, I really think that there's a threat. Uh, with Isaiah McKenzie. I, I think that he has a lot to contribute. I think that uh, we have yet to see uh, what he can actually offer to our offensive line uh, as far as being an initial weapon for Allen. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how, he, how you know, where he's going to end up um, moving forward. Nice, nice. I like it. That's that's a pretty damn good shot right there. I, I like Isaiah McKenzie. I think he does have a good shot to take up some slot. This year, if Jamison Crowder doesn't work out, I mean, Crowder's a little bit older. McKenzie did, like you said, have a good year last year on the back end. So, yeah, I like that pick a lot. All right, guys, it's coming to the conclusion of our show. Uh, I just want to do uh, one more go around. Just tell me what you guys are up to. Tell the fans what you guys are up to. Uh, let's kick it off with Jeff. Yeah, Jeff Bell at For Whom J Bell Tolls on Twitter. And I am doing fantasy content for football guys. That's where you can find most everything coming out. I'm writing over there, doing some shows over there. So um, just check out the footballguys.com. Yeah, great site, 100%. One of the best fantasy football sites out there. Some great minds. John Scott, tell us where we can find you. Yeah, uh, I mean, I produce content uh, on television for Spectrum News here in Buffalo, often plays in Rochester as well. Follow me on Twitter at John Scott TV, and you, and you can check it all out there. Um, we're taking a little hiatus, but we're taping our uh, mini camp wrap up episode of the Buffalo End Zone podcast, and you can catch right. up with how things have been going through the off season programs, OTAs, and everything. I, I've been there throughout uh, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Nice, that's exciting. I know a lot of fans are going to be looking forward to seeing that. Uh, Fina, tell us where we can find you. Well, I think I'm on Instagram, though I don't use it, at JohnFina70. On Twitter, I'm pretty active. Uh, Bills Vader, I recognize you. Uh, at JohnFina on Twitter, I do the Off Tackle with John Fina show with Joe Miller. We, uh, do, we do a post game the day after. I break down some plays. If you're listening, I try to keep it short and sweet. You might want to go back, look that play up, and see it from a player's perspective. Uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. It dragged me back into the NFL and the Buffalo Bills, so I'm forever grateful to Joe Miller, and I just have a great time with it. I'm more of a fan than anything else, and uh, I appreciate all you content creators out there, and uh, I love what you do, and you make the game a whole lot more fun to be a part of. 
Well, thank you, sir. I could say on behalf of all of us, we appreciate you, and I appreciate you a lot for coming on here. Um, Lord Vader, tell us where they can find you, and tell us what row we can find you so we can come party with you. So um, I usually have uh, well, I have uh, two Facebook accounts. Uh, I have an IG account. I have a Twitter account, and I also have uh, TikToks. So all you gotta do is look up Bills Vader. Um, it's 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 right there. You can't get any simpler than that. You can Google me, and I'm the first thing that comes up on images. So you you it, it's very very easy to find me. Um, as far as uh, being a season ticket holder, I am usually in section 118, row 10, seat one. Uh, it's in the corner end zone uh, or the on the visitor side. So um, I try to get there as much as I can. And for any of the games that I don't end up going to, I usually uh, donate my ticket to a, to a follower uh, that's a fellow Bills fan uh, instead of selling it because the last thing I would want is for um, any opposing team to have a, have a seat for us. So it's, it's the least I can do to get back to my followers. So uh, I'm always available. You know, email is billsvader at yahoo.com. Like I said, it's pretty easy. So I'm always around. Yeah, we wouldn't want any of those obnoxious Jets fans getting in the building, would we now? <laughs> or Patriots fan. <laughs> or Patriots fan. <laughs> all right, guys, it's been another great episode of TSS Fantasy. Uh, once again, I want to thank all my guests for coming on today. It's been excellent to talk Bills with you guys. It's such a great team to talk about. Um, next or tomorrow, we're actually talking about the Jets, and then we finish off on Friday with Commissioner Cooper's favorite team. He calls them America's team. I'll reference it because I don't like the Cowboys being America's team, but we'll finish off with the Dolphins. So have a good night, everybody, and um, see you tomorrow. We're on a mission. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.